All right. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Living Intentionally. This is going to be episode three. Tonight, I have Dario with us. Um, had him on a long time ago when he had first retired from the Marine Corps. Now he's been out of the Marine Corps for quite a while, um, doing his realty thing and keeping busy out there in, in life. And, you know, I made a Facebook status about starting a new segment talking about manly things uh masculinity talking about fatherhood being a being a husband and things like that and he was one of the people who commented on it um saying he was interested so immediately i reached out and was like yo let's do it um so the two of us are going to talk about that really just get into you know hey how do we as men um you know start our days intentionally and what is it that we're doing to to rear our children to take care of our families and make sure that we're doing this and where we're slowly showing other men the ability that they have in their lives to be manly men um and what they can do with it so so dario please introduce yourself for everybody who doesn't know you um and then we'll get right into it man Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, for those of you that don't know me, you know, like uh, Benny said, retired from the Marine Corps, did 20 years, uh, 0369 by trade, uh, spent some time with a couple of infantry units, uh, and then a good majority of my time on recruiting out of uh, RS San Antonio, RS Albuquerque. Um, so there's, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to, you know, living your life as a man, what you do, uh, the people that you interact with, how you interact with them, you know, and even more so uh, the example that you're setting for your kids, your family, raising them right. You know, and for me, that's probably one of the biggest things that in my life that I probably feared the most is not being able to raise my children properly. Right. And I, I think as men, you know, that do have children, that's something that, that it's in the back of your head daily. You know, am I doing right by them? Am I raising them properly? And am I spending enough time with them? So, so when I saw your your post, I was like, you know, this is a good a good one to jump onto because I, I feel like some of us that that are fathers, we probably have a lot to say when it comes to that on yeah. how we raise yeah. our children. And, you know, I, I think the way I raise my children is going to be very different than than the next person. You know, there's no mm -hmm. right way, there's no wrong way. There's only you know just trying to live up to to the kids standards right yeah yeah and, and you know what man and it's very it's very true that you say that because it is in the back of your mind as as a father right like i was just i just left church i was at a, a men's um bible study and there was a, a man that was talking about how he it actually it's it's crazy how god works right because there's this one gentleman who was talking about his 16 year old daughter who was um diagnosed with this um, this issue with her eyesight and eventually she's going to go blind and she's 16 and she was talking about, um, so he was taught, he was asking everybody, Hey, could you please pray for her. Um, her, her name's Amanda. And, and then as he's talking about that, this other gentleman is talking about how he lost his 12 year old daughter to cancer. And this is years ago. And now this guy who lost his daughter to cancer is consoling this other man, right? And 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 like you said, it's in the back of our minds because like this guy, he is trying to be there for his daughter. He's trying to be there and you know, be there for her and 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 be there for her like through her depression and her anxiety and everything that's going on. And it's like, okay, but am I fathering her the right way? Am I being the right father to her in this time? And and that's a huge part of it, is like as fathers, 
and of course as mothers as well, but as fathers, how do we do it the right way? And even when we think we're doing it the right way, sometimes we look back at it and like, you know what, I could have done this differently. So that's why I, I wanted to create an, an, an opportunity like this because every one of us is going to mess up and we can talk about like, hey, you know what, I ran into this and this is how I dealt with it. Um, but it's important for people to be able to come together and, and, and understand that we have a huge um, debt to our children and that's to be an example for them. And, and like you said, you know, be that living example for them so that they see us daily and that they see us, um, you know, doing things that are going to add to the kingdom, add to our families, add to our legacy, our lineage. Um, so like so when it comes to that, right, talking about being a good example for your children and your community, how do you do that intentionally daily? Like, what would you say are some things that like you you remind yourself of consistently like, hey, I got to do this to to be that role model for my kids well I, I think number one it it comes down to not necessarily doing it to just to be a role model and tell them this is the right thing to do i think it starts with who you are as a person to mm. begin with, right yeah yeah um and, and, and i'll give a, a small example like my wife kind of always trips out uh when we first got together and even to this day about you know, if there's somebody in need, like I always stop, I pull over to the side of the road to try and help them. I, I see an older gentleman at, at Home Depot struggling to load some lumber or something. I walk over there, I'll help them load it or, you know, go jump a, a neighbor's car in the neighborhood because they posted their car was dead or they have a flat. Right. And so there was one day that we were out, I think we were at Home Depot and I, I put the truck back in the park. I got off. I walked over there and when I got back from helping helping out whoever I was helping at the time, my daughter was like, why is dad over there helping them? And my wife kind of had to explain to her, like, sometimes people in this world need help and they shouldn't have to ask for it. Your dad just likes to get off, offer assistance where he can. And I think, again, it starts right there. Like who you are as a person and the things that you do, your kids are going to pick up and mm -hmm. they're going to. They're going to see it, right? And mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to rub off on them eventually. And that's just the type of person I try and be. Am I like that all yeah. the time? Sometimes I'm in a rush and I can't <laughs> stop. When I can, I will, right? Yeah. But and that, and that's and that's so true, right? Is that like if we are deliberate and intentional daily, our children and our families and our Marines, for myself, because I'm still in the Marine Corps, they're going to see that and they're going to say, you know what? that's the way that I need to be. That's the way that I need to act because that's how my, my dad was or my, my boss or my staff sergeant or whoever it is. Because like, for instance, myself, like today I took my son out um, we were on base. I, I went and um, did some grocery shopping and then we went to a restaurant and I remind, like my son asked for a drink and he said, thank you. And I didn't have to remind him to say please and thank you. Cause now at this point he's seen me always do it. And even when I don't do it, He'll say, "Dad, you didn't say thank you." So, like, he's he'll he'll remind me, and and that's a, and that's just a testament to me and my wife constantly doing that and showing them, like, "Hey, this is how you treat people. This is what you do." So, it, exactly what you're saying is that, like, you know, if you live the right way, then we're going to be that role model, and and you don't do it just to be a role model. You do it because that's the great commission. That's what we're taught to do. That's the way that we should be living. Is be able to you know, give back to people, 
give people kindness and not expect something in return. Because like you, you know, if this guy on the side of the road needs help and now you're helping him out, like you're you you change that man's life, whether you like to realize it or you'd like to see it, like that think about that big impact. And maybe it wasn't that huge of an impact, but you don't know where that escalated throughout his day. You don't know you know, what that could have done for him, his family or whatever. Like you don't see that whole other part of it play out. And I think that's the cool thing about it um, is that if you just do things for the right reasons all of the time, then your family and the people around you are going to realize like, hey, you know what? This is just what I'm supposed to do as a person and as a human being. No, absolutely. And that's, you know, so a, a big part of what caught my attention with this was, you know, I know that a lot of your listeners and a lot of people that follow you, they're still active duty military, right? Mm-hmm. And so thinking about that, as I take a step back and I look, you know, look at my past, you know, time in the Marine Corps, raising my daughter, there's a lot of time spent away, you know, and I look at now the way things have changed, being out, being retired um, and taking on a different role, right? There, there's a few things that we can talk about in here that I feel would be good substance and good information for individuals that are still active and those getting ready to transition out. So uh, one of the things is I I would a hundred percent say if I could change a little bit of what I've done in the past while I was active is be home and be, be in the moment, be present with the kids, right? Because we leave work no matter what, what we're doing in the Marine Corps or the military, you know, and a lot of that's still in our head. We're still taking phone calls. We're still sending text messages. You know, we're still dealing with Marines. We're dealing with police, applicants. And that time that you have with those kids when they're young, it, it's time that you're never going to get back in your life. Amen. Right? And that's that time when you, you have to sit that phone down and step away from it, go play some ball, Go, go do something, teach them life lessons, right? That, that was my thing with my oldest daughter, my 12 year old, was life lessons. You know, we'd go on a little jog together, we'd get up on the bullet bar together, um, and we would talk about life. And when I take her to school, now that like, transitioning out of the Marine Corps, uh, I've taken on a lot more of what, what we would call a primary role giver, right? Where my wife has taken on a full career and, you know, I let her do her thing, you know, work as long as she needs to. Kind of like I, I did with mine, my career, right? Yeah. So now it's me waking up in the mornings, getting the kids ready for school, uh, for mm-hmm. daycare, taking them, um, doing lunch, doing dinner. Yeah. You know, pretty much everything she did while while I was in. Yeah. Let me five- let me ask you let me ask you a question real quick about that. Does it? Because I'm in the same boat right now. It gives you, I don't know about you, but it gives me more of an appreciation for what my wife dealt with. For Because, like, I, I, I'm in the same boat now because I work from home. Um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm able to work from home now while being off of active duty. And now I have, you know, I'm bringing all three kids to school. I'm getting them up in the morning. And I'm like, and all of a sudden I'm like, and my son's four, my daughter's two, and my, my youngest is nine months. And I'm like, yo, how the hell did she do this when, like, my son wasn't helping. Like my son, my four year old helps the other two. So yeah. like I'm like he's he's helped me out. 
But I'm like, yo, how did she do this when it was just her and I was at MEPS at 0430 in the morning and and then I wasn't coming home till 10 or 11 o'clock at night? It gives you a new appreciation for like what they dealt with for all of that time while you were, you know, and that's why it's awesome that you're now giving that time back to your wife that she can focus on her career and stuff like that. So like, do you feel the same way? Like, has it given you like a... Uh, really? It really does. It's a new appreciation because, I mean, just getting them ready and taking the school is one thing, but now we're talking dinner, we're talking dishes, we're talking cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I was like, I, was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I might just go back to work and take on a full-time job. <laughs> I might just rejoin the Marine Corps. <laughs> right? it, it truly is a lot of work, and it, it does. It gave me a new respect for what she was doing, um, not only just being a parent and raising the kids, but having a full blown career at the same time, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, and so when I talk about that time that that spent with the kids, one of my favorite things, like when I would talk to my daughter, a lot of our talks would come during our drive to school, right? You can get so much information passed to her and just small little tidbits every morning or every afternoon picking them up, you know, just by having daily talks like, hey, hey, maybe how was your day? Tell me about it. What did you do? Uh, what did you learn today? You know, and then, of course, the kids are going to ask questions and that's that's your opportunity to really try and give them what, what like, like I said, what I call life lessons, just talking about mm -hmm. things in general. Um, and that's I think that's where uh, my oldest daughter, she gets a lot of her her I won't say information, but like who she is, her character. Right. Mm -hmm. She's a person because we have these conversations about like, well, what happened to this person? Why are they that way? Well, how come this person, you know, does this? Why do? Why can't they just buy this, right? Like this morning, yeah. uh, as a matter of fact, we were talking about a car that was broken down on the road, side of the road, and it was just. She was like, "So that's that's an ugly car, Dad. Like, why why do they have a car like that? Why don't they just get a new car?" And so it's that life lesson of like, "Hey, mm. not everybody can do that, right? We all kind of start somewhere, especially if you're in college. You know, you might not have the nicest vehicle because you have to work your way up to it." You know, and I kind of told her about my background growing up. Like, like, look, I, I didn't have a very nice vehicle. I, I had to work for everything. I had to have a, a job when I was 14 years old just to buy my own clothes. And it kind of gives her a different appreciation and a view on things when she hears those mm -hmm. hears things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, that's, and that's so true. Go for it. I'm sorry. Go. No, yeah. And that's just, it's awesome, like, listening to you like be able to have these conversations with your daughter and communicate that because I think that's a lot of what's lost in today is that parents aren't communicating with their children and they're not having conversations with their children. And if, you know, if you as a father are able to have a conversation with your 12 year old daughter, then when she turns 13, 14, 16 and, and onward, she now knows that like, hey, my dad was always there for me and I feel comfortable that I can talk to him about anything. And, you know, sure, sure there's going to be things where she's going to go to mom, but at least she knows that her dad's cared enough about her over the years that she can do that. And unfortunately, there's families out there who don't do that. Um, you know, like myself, like I, I, I love my dad to death, but even today, if I called my dad and I was like, hey, dad, what's going on? He's going to answer the phone and be like, yeah, what's up? And then the the our span of conversation lasts like two minutes, and that's it. So that's why I'm so constantly co having conversations with my children and communicating with them because I want them to know that, like, as their father, we need to be in constant communication. You know, just even like with us, with you know, with prayer and with God. 
Like we, we, if we have a relationship with somebody, then we should be having a constant conversation with them and have relation with them. Um, and that's awesome that you and your daughter have have that relationship, and that now you've been able to foster that after getting off of active duty. Like that's awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it, it's great, but I think really the message that that I was kind of looking to put out there for people in general. It's like there's a lot of men in general, right? We talk about masculinity, right? Yeah. A lot of men in general just think, oh, I'm a man. I, I need to be stern. I need to be hard on my kid. I need to mm. be this. Uh, Marines, especially especially Marines, have this real thick head about themselves that they, they feel like they can't be emotional with their kids. They, they can't do things like that. And that's, you know, my in my so opinion, it, it's the wrong way of going about raising a child because you want that child to be open with you continuously throughout mm. their life. To be able to come mm. to you and say, Dad, I need help. Dad, I messed up. You know, that I mm. think that's kind of what I love about my relationship with, with my daughter. Yeah. My oldest right now, is, as I'm working on that with the youngest, is she can come to me with anything. And she knows, like, hey, Dad, I messed up. Or, hey, Dad. Um, because it's not necessarily a, you know, I'm going to yell at you. You're going to get in trouble. You're grounded. Yeah. It's like, well, let's have a conversation. Why, why yeah. did this happen? Yeah. And too many men let that masculinity, let that that part of them interfere mm. with how they raise their children, how they should raise them. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I kind of always say, I, I have, I don't have anything to prove in life, right? Like I'm not embarrassed to say I'll do the dishes, right? I, I've done everything manly in life, right? I do woodworking, I work on cars, I, you know, I've gone to combat, I've done things that most men will never do. Right. Yeah, so for yeah. me, like, hey, give me a pink shirt. I'll go hang out with my daughter all day. <laughs> right. Yeah and, yeah. and it takes a different kind of person, right, to be able to do that. But it's a barrier that has to come down as a man. Um, and so what do you, child. so what do you, what do you think it was that, that's, that's a great point. What do you think it was that made you realize that? Like, what was it that made you realize, like, okay, you know what? I have to take a different approach at parenting, and 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 I have to be able to, you know, take this persona which we're taught to have, especially like you said, as Marines. Like, we don't have problems. We're good. We don't got to go see Doc. Like, I don't have any issues. Like, I got this. Like, what made you realize that it was important for you to be able to show your children and your family that side of you to where they can come to you if there is a problem? Like, what made you come to that realization that that was the way that you wanted to be able to, you know, speak with your daughter and, and communicate with her? Well, I think a lot of it had to do with just kind of watching other people, how they raise their kids. Uh, I think I was 20, I was 27 when we had our first daughter. And so I've seen a lot of buddies, a lot of Marines have kids really young. And I, I've seen the way a lot of them raise their own children. And, you know, I'm not the person with anybody. And, you know, some of these people weren't friends. They were just Marines that I came across. And I would see how they would interact and yell with them. And I would see the kids' reactions. And then amongst military in general, you just kind of see the routes that some of these kids go. And you're like, this is a military member's child? Yeah. Like, this doesn't make sense to me, right? Your, your, your father's a disciplined, your mother's a disciplined person. Like, how's this? kid coming from yeah that, that relationship right there right um so seeing that but also on my side you know just growing up i was raised by a guy that was technically not even really my stepdad uh because my mom and my my well who i call dad now they met when i was like five years old they dated for a few years and this guy kind of just stayed in my life raising me right mm -hmm. um raising me raising my brother even though 
they still weren't together anymore. He's like, hey, can I go and pick up the boys? Can I take them to to uh, to a movie? Can I take them to a football game? And I can remember having conversations with him about life as we were going to these events. And that always kind of kind of stayed with me, right? It resonated with me. Like, like, why is this guy sticking around when we're not even his kids? But he had a vested interest to make sure that we were raised properly as young men to turn into men, right? Mm. And so for me, that was huge. And I, I've always kind of told my wife that. Like, that's one of the biggest things that I respect out of him and I love about him because I think that kind of built onto who I was as a person. And so whenever I would look back and think about like, man, how do I raise my kids properly? Mm. That's, that's one of the first things I would go back to. And then I think about our, one of my best friends, uh, retired from the Marine Corps too, single father on recruiting duty. And I mean, being a, a, a parent on recruiting duty is hard enough, but to yeah. be a single father with custody of your kids on, mm. on it, it was a nightmare, right? Like yeah. I, I felt horrible for him. I helped him out where I could with things, you know, but I, I would see the way he raised his children and the love that he had for them. And it was very different from what I would see from other Marines, right? Mm-hmm. We are talking about, you know, an 03 at the time frame. I think I only had like six years in. He had like, I think, 15 years or 14 years in uh, at the time. And it's it's a different kind. It takes a different kind of man to do that and raise children the way he was doing it. Yeah. So when I would think about like how I wanted a parent, those are the two people that I always think about when I think about parenting decisions. Mm. Well, and that's and that's awesome that you say that because like that's what it's about, right? Is that no one has, there's no guide to parenting. Like it, it this this the how life works. Like you figure it out, and you what what you do is you look light left and you look right and you look up and you look at the people around you and you say, okay, well, hey, you know what is the, what are they doing as a parent? Okay, and what is it when you deduce those things? Because even the same thing as a leader, right? How many times have you heard? You know, hey, take the good and the bad, and it's this—it's the exact same thing. And now it's just, you know, what it's your job to to bring these kids up and to be able to have like conversations with them, and and, and also ensure that the conversations aren't one-way conversations, because that's a lot of what happens is that it's, hey, you do it this way, that's all you're gonna do, that's it. And then, well, if that's the case, and that's how you make it, well, then as they grow and they come to a position where they have to make a decision, they're not even going to come to you to have that decision. They're just going to make it on their own because they don't feel like they could have come to you. Or like you said earlier, when your daughter, you know, makes a mistake and she comes to you and says, dad, I messed up. Like, and that's only because of the relationship that you fostered with her, that she knows that she can come to her dad and say, Hey dad, this is what's going on. So, you know, it's very important that as parents, we learn that and we realize that because even even if you're not a parent and maybe you're becoming one or maybe one day you want to be one, at the end of the day, it's just human communication. No one wants to be talked to in that way. Everybody wants to be respected. They want their opinions to be respected. They want all these things to be, you know, they want to be talked to the right way and addressed the right way. So, like, it's just common sense that we have to be able to formulate a good communication with our children and our spouses. Yeah, communication is key across the board, whether you're talking to children, kids, young adults, uh, adults, right? Um, It's key. And, you know, a big part of that is not only 
having that open line of communication, but allowing them to make mistakes to learn. Mm. You know, and of course, not letting them completely fall on their face, your children, and you don't yeah. want to do that, right? But allow them to make those decisions that, you know, they can realize what the consequences are as they weigh their options. And, you know, just let them learn. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're not raising them to to be followers and to do as they're told for every little thing, right? We're ra- raising them to be, you know, eventually productive members of society that we want to contribute in the right way and not be a negative influence on things that they shouldn't be doing or people they shouldn't be around, right? Amen. And that, I think, I, I, yeah, and I think what you're saying is something like it's true. Like you don't really think of, I think people forget that part. That like one day these children are going to leave my house and they're going to be members of a community and of society. So it's my job to make sure that they're the good ones that are going to help prosper the community and they're going to help better the the society. Because if not, they're going to be the opposite. Yeah, that's you know that's those are my views. Again, there's people that won't agree with it, and I'm okay with that. We all parent differently, mm-hmm. uh, and there's some men that are going to completely disagree. Like, oh, now I got to be this how I got to be with them, right? No. And we see that in the Marine Corps too, right? We we see those Marines that you know try and lead by fear and nothing else. Mm-hmm. It works here and there, but for the most part, probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's just different approaches, and my approach, whether it's leading the Marines or or raising my children, right? is that a, a, of an individual that's con- a concerned parent, but at the same time fostering the right environment to help them raise themselves to be the right person that I want them to be, that they should be. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. I, I appreciate it. This is a, I like the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. And I, I, I'm thankful for you, man. I really appreciate the, you know, you hopping on and, and it's it's because it, like right now I have a four year old, a two year old, and a nine month old. So for to talk to somebody who has a twelve year old and, and to understand like how you're doing it and stuff like that is it's helpful to to me because again, like I said, you know, it's it's you see so many people doing different things, and and you really and again, no one there's no one size fits all, and you really just want to be able to look at life and be like, okay, you know what, what have what have I what have I done that's a good thing? You know, what, what's a, what, what can I count as a gain and, and what am I doing as a father and as a husband to just ensure that my family knows that I'm there for them. Right. And, and to ensure that my family knows that I'm, that I'm present and that I'm, I want to be here for them. So, you know, thank you so much, Dario, for, for giving us the insight that you have on, you know, being a father and now being retired and seeing the other side of life um, and the new appreciation. Um, and just thank you for everything. Do you have any last things that you kind of want to just drop out there? Any last little things of wisdom? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I do. I think I kind of hit everything that, that I wanted to, to talk about. You know, I just, uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your show, man. Uh, keep it up. They're, they're good listens. I like it. Thanks a lot, brother. Hey, have a good rest of the night, man. And um, God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. I'll take care.